Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills podcast is a broadcast outreach of Dag Heward Mills Ministries, which has the duty to bring you the very best from the vast teaching archive of healing evangelist, best-selling author, and megachurch pastor, Dag Heward Mills. In this Thursday's teaching, Bishop Dag will continue to teach on the subject of humility. Humility is to make yourself a servant, and in scripture, Jesus linked humility to being either a child or a servant. In today's message, Bishop Dag will teach you how exactly you can humble yourself like a servant in order to touch the heart of God who will ultimately lift you up. Pride is a dangerous and invisible enemy for all of us, but after today's message, you shall be helped to overcome pride and to gain victory over the enemy. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thank you for the great blessing and opportunity we have this morning to receive your holy word. Thank you for your great blessing your wonderful words ancient words thank you lord in jesus name amen you may be seated all right our subject today is humble yourself do you remember last week i was talking about that were you here last week all right and on this first sunday i think it is a great blessing if God can help us to humble ourselves. Amen. Now, why should you be humble? Number one, because in James chapter 4, all right, you must be humble because God resists proud people. You want God to be your enemy? No. In James 4, 6, all right, Bible says God Resist the proud. Number two, you must be humble because God gives grace to the humble people. How many want God to give you grace? Sometimes when you say, how were you able to do this? Oh, by the grace of God. Okay, it means by the supernatural help of the Lord. The third reason why you must be humble is because so that you'll be lifted up to the next level. How many want to be, have a lift to go up? Or you want to run up sweating? By the time you get there, you'll be sweating. I see your lift taking you up higher. This lift comes from humility. Amen. Humble yourself and he shall lift you up. In other words, humble yourself and God will give you a lift. How many will be going somewhere and you like somebody to give you a lift when you don't have a car? Wow. I see your lift coming on the way. With a driver and a security guard on the... You'll be sitting at the back. They don't know that God has employed somebody to drive you. And a security guard on the front. Wow. Receive it one. Receive it two. Receive it three. Receive it four. Amen. The fourth reason why you must be humble is so that you'll be covered and protected in your humility. Amen. In 1 Peter 5 verse 5, the Bible says, be clothed with humility. First Peter 5, verse 5. Humility is clothing. So when you are humble like a child or servant, there's some kind of protection that you have. 
You may look weak, but you have some kind of protection. If you've ever been in a hijack situation where a plane was being hijacked, and maybe they land a plane somewhere and they say they are going to release some people, they are likely to release the children. But when they see your mature bony face, they say, No, 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 stay. You stay, you stay, you stay. Sometimes when they are looking for somebody to kill, when they look at your mature face, they say, let us kill this person. But when they see a little child, they say, oh, the terrorist will ask you, everything all right? You okay? Everything okay? So humility is a kind of clothing. You get protected. Amen. Is what I'm saying too simple for you? Is it too simple? Number five. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord so you can be exalted by God. How many want God to exalt you? Wow. Exalt me, Lord. Number six. Humble yourself because pride is a signal that you are soon going to be destroyed. Soon you are going to be destroyed. Amen. How many want to be destroyed soon? Proverbs 16 verse 18 says, Pride goes before destruction. Proverbs 11 verse 2 says, pride come, When pride comes, then comes shame. When pride comes, then comes shame. How many want to be ashamed this year? Don't be too big. Amen. Do you want to be ashamed? Do you want to be ashamed? Proverbs 29 verse 23 says A man's pride shall bring him low Okay So these are very important things And the last, the seventh reason why you must be humble Is because pride is a nature of the devil Is a devil nature Amen Devil nature Are you a devil? No way Now Job 41 verse 34 Speaking about Leviathan It says He beholdeth all high things And he, Leviathan, the devil Is a king Over all the children of pride If you read verse 1 About verse 1 It says Canst thou draw out Leviathan with a hook Or his tongue with a cord Which thou lettest down Leviathan is the serpent or the dragon in the sea Some people call it mummy water He said can you draw it with a hook And the whole of chapter 41 of Job Describes the devil in the form of a dragon or a dragon, as somebody say, somebody says, dragon. It describes the theater as a dragon in the sea. And in verse thirty-four, it summarizes the whole thing, and it says, Leviathan, the dragon, is is the king over all the children of pride. Do you like our new television? Is it fantastic? 
Wow. It's fantastic, isn't it? Huh? Eat a bee. Eat a bee, eat a bee, eat a bee. It is amazing. Now, pride is invisible. So it's very, very dangerous. And so the fight against the invisible pride is a special fight. But God has given me two keys to share with you. The key of being a child or the key of being a servant. If you are a child or a servant, you will have victory over pride. Because when you are like a child, the Bible says you are humble in Matthew 18 and verse number 4 The Bible tells us Clearly That whosoever shall Humble himself as this child Is gonna be Blessed Amen And in Luke 22 Alright Jesus said in verse 26 But you shall not be so He that is great among you Let him be as the younger And he that is chief as he that doth serve. Amen. Alright. So whether is greater, he that sitteth at meat or he that serveth, is not he that sitteth at meat, but I am among you as he that serveth. Amen. Are you listening to me? Are you still there? Amen. Now, I want us to look at being humble like a servant. So when you decide this year that I'm, anything that happens, I'm going to behave like a servant. Okay? If I humble myself like a servant, then if I become like a servant, it means I'm becoming humble. If I become like a servant, it means I'm becoming humble. What do you think? Is it a good idea? I'm saying it again. If I become like a servant, then it means I'm becoming humble. God can make me great. Amen. All right? So, as you become more like a servant or a child, right, you become more humble. So, instead of trying to look humble with your face, oh, I'm trying to look humble, by not saying anything, By not making any comments. Oh, I'm trying to be humble by wearing certain clothes so that I'll be humble. You can wear rags, but you'll be proud. Let us rather take these keys that Jesus gave us in Luke 22. Amen. He said in Mark 9 also, If any man desire to be first, the same shall be last and servant of all. So he was showing again that if you're going to be great, which is what Jesus said about if you humble yourself like a child, you'll be great. You have to serve and you have to learn how to be a servant. Amen. So if you want to be a good leader, learn how to be a servant. 
Can I have an amen from somebody? Tell somebody I want to be a servant or a child in 2013. All right. Now, last week, I believe I did give you three of the keys to becoming humble like a servant. Number one, a servant does menial jobs. Do you know what menial jobs are? Menial jobs are like ordinary jobs, like cleaning the toilet, sweeping, scrubbing, weeding, anything like that. When you are humble, you would do that. That's why we encourage our businessmen in the church to be ashes. And do a menial job of an usher, holding a basket and passing it around. It demonstrates that we are not too big. Yeah. Don't leave it for people who you think are these are small boys. They can hold it. I'm, 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 I, I, came, I came to church in my Mercedes Benz. Hey. You see, you are becoming puffed up. The small bands that God gave you, you can no more be a, a servant in the church. Why? That is not a good thing. Decide that I can do whatever God wants me to do. I can be a servant in the church. I can be a servant at work. Try it. Try in your workplace. To be the servant in the church. Many years ago when we started to have offices in the church. I cast out the concept of cleanliness. I said there shall be no cleaner in our church office. We are all cleaners. So sometimes you have cleaning companies. Please we want to see if we can get a contract, cleaning contract in your church. I said, there is no cleaning contract in our church. We are all cleaners here. One day I came to the office and I took some of the people. I said, let's go to the toilet. I took a brush and I scrubbed their toilet. I said, don't you scrub your toilet in your house or unless you have a wooden toilet. But this one, we scrub it. Are you understanding my message? Is my message too simple for you? Is it too simple? Yeah. And I scrapped it with them. I scrapped it. Show how. Somebody even had a better strategy than me. And scrapped some other places that I missed. And I said, okay, we can all scrap and we can all wipe the toilet. And we can all sweep. Why do we need to get a cleaner? Small work that you are doing. Why do you need a cleaner? I can just clean it. Why do we become so big? Humility exalts you. That is one of the reasons why when President Rawlings came into power, even though he came in a military way, he won the hearts of many, many Ghanaians. And he's still probably the most popular politician up to today. If he was to stand for election today, he will beat all these people, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he will have a real one touch. (laughs) 
He went into the gutters to clean the gutters. He went into the uh, sea canoe fishing. And all went to carry cocoa. You know, it's like when we become head of state, and it's like we are so big. Yeah. And that is the reason why things cannot go, we cannot be exalted or lifted. Because all too soon, we are too big. One day, it was, I think, in uh, a certain country whose name begins with a G, but not Ghana. Not Ghana. A French-speaking country. And I think the World Bank or so had come there for a meeting. And they wanted to do something in the certain poor part of the city. So they asked the minister who was in charge, the minister, government minister, to take them to the area. And when they were going, the minister said he has not been there before. But he is the minister of that portfolio for eight years. And he has never been there before. I'm explaining to you why a lot of things don't change. We, we become too big to be useful. Then after that, they wanted to go to the harbor where they was another big thing they were going to do. And there, this man, all right, had also never been there before. Even though he had been, I think, the prime minister or something before, but he was now in another position. So you see that once you cannot do menial jobs, you, you, don't, you don't rise. You don't rise. You, you go down. And what's happening with our African leaders what happened to african countries we are becoming poorer do you know that the whole world it's only africa that has gradually become poorer all asia everybody is getting rich except africa all because of some of these things all right so ladies and gentlemen tell your neighbor hey sister i think i can still clean my toilet I said, I can still clean my toilet. Tell your neighbor, I think I can still clean my toilet. I don't need anybody to come clean my toilet. What do you think? Do you know the name, the the tree name for leader? Leadership. In Penzi, is it correct? Mpenzi is what is impenzi is it, isn't it? Mpenzi is what? Big. Like you have kakra and pain. Oh? No, that's a different one. Pain and kakra. Kakra is small and pain is big. So eating bigness is the African word for leadership. Eating bigness or chopping bigness. That is our meaning for leader, leadership. Chopping bigness. It means riding big cars 
living in big houses and having a lot of money and chopping bigness. I didn't give the word in pain, in pain. Z, Z is what? Eziza. My wife used to say Eziza. Have you eaten Eziza? Infanti, isn't it? Eziza, Eziza. Is it correct? Eziza. Uh huh. So pain, Z, eating. Have you eaten Ziza, Eziza? And pain. You see, Bishop Saki is. Uh, no, your brothers. Bishop Saki has twins, uh, brothers who are twins. He has pain and Kakra. Kakra is the young one, the small one. And pain is the big one. He came out five minutes before the other one, and he's big. <laughs> he's chopping bigness. Wow. Tell somebody I'm going I can do I can sweep. Tell your neighbor I can sweep, I can clean, I can scrap, I can do everything that has to I can do from today. I can do. Ah number two. A servant is satisfied with basic conditions. Number three, a servant is prepared to be trained. Amen. A servant is prepared to be trained. Amen. Number four, a servant, when you have a servant attitude, okay, you honor a master. You recognize and honor a master. Every servant has a master. Malachi says, a son honoreth his father and a servant his Master. Amen. Now, all of us, all right, must decide, amen. Are you listening? To be people who have masters. Somebody above you, somebody you look up to, somebody you learn from. In the field that you are in, there is somebody better and greater than you. And somebody you can serve. And somebody you can look up to. Amen. If you are a servant, where is your master? That's the first question. A servant has a master. Or you are the master. But this year, I'm, I'm suggesting to you, instead of taking the position of the boss, take the position of the servant. And decide you are the master. Oh, how our marriages would be nicer. If everybody was to say you are the master. Especially if the wives would say that we the husbands are the masters. We would be so happy. We will be so happy. Because you see, we are the masters according to the Bible. We are the head. It's just something, a post that we have gone for elections for. There were no polling agents in our election to be heads. It's a biblical election. Hallelujah. Are you excited about that? Amen. So, a servant has a master. 
And then, the next one, which is related to this, is that a servant honors a master. So when you are a servant, you must learn, you must have somebody that you honor. Amen. Now, I can tell that you are a servant when there is somebody in your life that you honor. And honor means honor. Bible says a servant honors his master. The Bible says a son honors his father and a servant his master. Read it for yourself. Amen. So if you are a servant, amen, then you must honor somebody. There must be somebody you honor. And so I want you to decide this year, I in my field, in my life, I will honor somebody. You must honor your father. You must honor your mother. You must honor those who were before you. You see, don't try to be big. Too big for comfort. Amen. There is somebody bigger than you and somebody ahead of you. And so, rather than making yourself equals with somebody, make yourself a servant. One day I went somewhere and I met a pastor of a church. He had a big, not so big, but a a big church. And he was a you don't know him because he's not a famous person. But he told me, he said, I've made one mistake as a pastor in my ministry. He said, instead of humbling myself when I came from Bible school, I made myself equal. And he mentioned Bishop Duncan Williams. He said, we all came from Bible school. I was from the Bible school and he also came from the Bible school. He said, God's grace was on him. If I had accepted that the grace of God was on him and I had rather flowed as a servant or even as a somebody junior to him, he said, I will not be where I am today in the ministry. But he said, I came and I said, we are all the same, but we are all whatever. He said, that is what has caught my downfall. Not, not something that I, I heard, something he sat in front. I've never heard anybody admitting something so clearly and as plainly as that. I never forget what he said. He said, I made myself, I said, I am whatever. You see, maybe you have a printing press or maybe you have a catering shop, but you have made yourself that I am the same as this, but you are not. If you were to make yourself humble, and a servant and say okay there is somebody above me but you don't want to learn from anybody you won't say oh we are all but I'm 42 and he's also 42 years or even I'm older than him do you understand but you are older than him but the grace of God is on him the gift of God and the grace of and so you should learn something from him but no no not you not you you have nobody above that is why there's nothing to you you never amount to anything 
Amen. And so God wants us to be servants, people who will accept. If you take, for instance, you have been elected and you are, let's say, the president of Seychelles Island, there must have been somebody else who was there before you. That you can behave as a, you can behave in a servant way towards that person. And not as solid, you were president and also president. Or even that the person is younger than, you see, it's not by age. Oh, this life is not by age. Those who grasp at age to gain the upper hand or seniority over people are those who are of the smallest kind of minds. Because your age, it means that it is in secondary school where you say you are in form one or in form two or whatever. But it is not by age. It is by the grace and the gift of God and the, and the, and the, and the mercy of God that God may choose somebody. Not that the person has any reason, but God has chosen the person. So humble yourself in relation to people, in relation to others. Just say, hello, I'm learning from this person. Yeah. If you do that, you will find that many things that you could learn from somebody, you will learn from the person in a wonderful way. Amen. Are you there or you are going home? Number four. A servant waits for instructions. Did I give you that one? No. A servant waits for instructions. Waiting. Amen. When you are a servant, you wait. Have you seen somebody who has a driver before? The person is a driver or a chauffeur. The chauffeur sits and waits. Because he's a servant to, to somebody. Many of us are not patient to wait for anything. You have, and that reveals your pride. If somebody comes to see me at my office and the person is very big, when the person comes and says, Oh, look at these people who are here. Look, I have no time for this. Charlie. To see him, oh, oh, why? Mr. Big Man, I've caught you. You are too big for the church. And you are too big. You are too big. Because you can't wait for anything. And I've noticed over the years, the people who are prepared to wait, they are the ones who have even risen up in the church. Because they are prepared to sit and wait. You can wait in the doctor's office. You can wait in the dentist's office. But you can't wait in the church office because you are too big, Mr. Big Staff. When your husband knows you are waiting, he is even afraid. Hey, my wife is waiting. Hey, I have to go. The thing that they will tell me when I go is better that I go now. What I will hear, I don't want to hear. You chale later, later, later. I'll call you. Because she, she's there. The queen, the queen of the universe is waiting in the car. 
the queen of queens is waiting. And when you get there, the, the, the comment that she will make, you won't be happy for the next, I mean, the whole day is finished. Hey! The queen of queens, sister queen, If I go to see the president and he says I should wait, I'll sit and wait and wait and wait and wait. I can wait the whole day because I've come to see a, a great person. And I'm, I'm nothing. I'm not even an assembly man. I don't have any rank. So if he says I should wait, I, what do I do? I just wait coolly. Some of you, if you had waited, Ah, you would have seen great blessing. So impatience, it shows pride. Impatience. Yeah. Some of you, if you had been patient, you would have still been married. Some of you, if you had been patient, you would still have a beloved. And you look at him and you say, ah, when I look at you up and down, I cannot wait for you to prosper. I cannot wait. It will take too long. When I, if I, when I look at your shoes. If I show you a picture of myself when my wife saw me you would think that I'm a Palestinian terrorist. <laughs> My wife took me to go and see one of her relatives. That time I was in a relationship. I was very, very bony. Bony M. Do you know Bony M? I was Bony D. Hey! When we got to the relative's house, we were sitting there and she said, Mmm! And she was looking at me. Mmm! Mmm! Then she, she told my wife, I don't know whether she told her infanti or she told her, she was not my wife, she was just my beloved sister. If that is what you want, if that is what you want, we accept it. Oh! What a shock. Now, but my wife had patience. She said that, oh, slowly, slowly, when I feed him, when I feed him small, small every day, it will get bigger. But some of you, you want ready-made, ready-made. Hey! If you had been humble, you would have got a very nice husband. And you were looking for ready-made with car keys and everything. But I was annoyed. When my wife took me to that relative and I came, I was annoyed. I said... What does she mean? What does she mean? Who, who is she? 
What do you mean? I was very bored, Bob. But you see, you, do you know that at each day you think you are nice? Oh. But when you look back and you see the pictures, you say, hey, Lord, Lord have mercy. So recently, somebody brought me one of those pictures, and I saw. I said, "Hey, is that not a cause?" So, a servant, when you are humble, say, oh, "I'll wait." He doesn't have money today, but he will have money one day. Some of you today wait, and you never have money too. So you see. <laughs> Try to have money one day in Jesus' name. <laughs> number, how many numbers do you have? Number five. Number six. Huh? Number seven. A servant, when you have a ser- when you are a, when you are a servant, you can be sent. You can be sent anywhere. Amen. Hallelujah. You can be sent anywhere and to do anything. Wow. And this must be the attitude. All of us, when we are humble, do you see, you can be sent anywhere. But many times when God blesses us, even with political positions and places of authority, pastor cannot even call you or send you. Oh, what a shame. But when you were nobody, pastor could pick his phone and call you. 0204, 090, and 080. And when he calls you, he says, Ah! Ah! Brother, Ricky Z, are you there? Come, come, come now. now. I need you now. Come now. What is it? No, just come now. Okay, I'll, I'll be there. Five minutes. I'll be there. Ten minutes. Give me. I'm just coming. But when you become big, Pastor calls you. The phone will ring, huh? Who is that? Pastor. Pastor what? Bonnie D. And you just off it. Yeah. You, if it was a business, somebody you would have answered. But now that you are a big man, you just press up, off it. Then he rings again with another number, off it. And he rings again, off. Then he rings seven times. Ah, yeah, press, uh huh. What? Look, I'll call you, I'll call you, I'll call you, Pastor. I'll call you back later, later. Let me, let me. I'm in the meeting. I'm in the castle. I'm in the castle. I'm in the castle. I'm I'm with the I'm with the uh, uh, the vice chancellor of the exchequer of the international presidential office of the council of international status. Hey! Look at the post that you've got. But at first, pastor could call you. You would answer when you say so. Yes, reverend. Hello, reverend. Yes, please. Yes, please. At first, you used to say yes, please. But now, 
Uh-huh. What? Ah! I said, I can't hear. I'll call you. I'll call you. I'll call you later, later. I'll tell my secretary to call you. What is your problem? Okay, you don't worry. Don't worry. Big man. Big post. Big post. You are too big. Too big to be sent, to be called. When you were a seller, we could call you. We could send you. You see how it, how it is? Small post that you get, then you are inflated like an elephant balloon. You are like an elephant balloon that has been full up. You cannot pass through the door. One small post that you've got. When God blessed me, I got all these churches all over the world. From here to there, here to there, here to there. Is it that God cannot send me to KJB again? He cannot send me to Jassican? He cannot send me to the water region, the northern region, the western region? He cannot send me to the village where there's no light, no water. But when I was nobody, he could send me. He could send me to all those places. But now that I have something, he can't send me again. It shows that I've changed. I've become like a balloon. Balloon. Because you are too blessed. And now you have changed completely. Before you were in a relationship, your beloved would call you. It was a pastor who was coming to marry you. When he called, he said, Yes, Reverend. Hello, Reverend. Yes, yes, please. Okay. I'll see you at church. God bless you. I love you, Pastor. Sure. Now you become Vashti. You are now married. And they call you. Because some husbands call their wife with whistle. Then when you hear, you say. You come and you serve your husband with salad. And he eats it. Then he calls for you, darling. Darling. And you are in the kitchen. Ah. Grobo man that has eaten salad. Every day. What? You haven't seen some before. This small salad I've given you now, it has become so. Yeah. Oh. Small salad I've given you. Every you are calling for me, darling, darling, darling. Bobo Manda has eaten salad. Look at how you are. You are so excited. You are so excited. They could send you at first. At first, when he goes, Hello, yes, Reverend. Yes, Reverend. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Reverend. <laughs> oh, today's message was really powerful. <laughs> yes, Reverend. Okay, sir. Yes, Reverend. Yes, please. Yes, Reverend. <laughs> I'll, I'll be there. I'll call somebody. Oh, no, it will be done right now. Thank you. Yes, yes, Reverend. Bye bye, Reverend. God bless you too. God bless you. Hey. Okay, your voice is so sweet. If the reverend makes a mistake of marrying you, and he'll be calling you, Sylvia, Sylvia, darling. In the bed with you, you have made yourself like a mahogany tree, mahogany. When you were humble, you were like power steering. 
Do you know power steering? Hey! You are like an iPad. You touch and scroll. Hey! Touch and scroll. Wow! Tell your friend, look, I can be sent. I can be, I can be called. I can be sent. But I'm still humble. Bishop Saki, call your members and call them on the phone. Say, ha! Shall I come? And the person said, I'm in the castle. I'll be here now. I'll be here right now. Yes. I'm in uh, Echo Bank. I'm in this bank. I'm here. I'll be there, Pastor. And so there's something still. You are still a servant. But not that you have changed, but become an inflated balloon elephant. Amen. Hallelujah. Tell somebody. Charlie, you are big. I don't know whether you can follow such a message. You are a big, big person. Hey. All right. Number seven. A servant does not need his name to be known by anybody. Wow. When you are not, you don't have a servant spirit. If you even decide to pay for the television for us, you want your name to be known. You want us to write your name on it. Eh? Donated by, you, 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 have, you have asked that we should write on the last corner there. Donated by. Or finally paid by this brother. Final payment by sister so and so. That's why people don't make such donations. Because you need, but the people that were, as I'm preaching, there are people who have worked before I preach. There are a lot of people that have worked before we, we've come to enjoy this screen. Before I even can preach. A lot of people, they do a lot of underground. The real servant, they don't, you don't need to know who they are. What did they do? What did they do? It's nothing. The servant works and he's not known. Maybe somebody has even given me food today. A real servant does not need to be known that I fed him. Once you see him jumping there, I gave him food. Now he has got more energy. That when you lost the servant spirit, one small donation you make in the church, we have to see that, yeah, I am Mr. Bond and I donated 10,000. Just donate. Just donate. That's why in our church, the, the, the compassion things that we do, somebody, some people were surprised on Christmas day when we were collecting offerings for the prisoners and so on. I said, a lot of things, there's no need for anybody. So, is it known in television? People, there is no need. We, we don't even, every prison that we renovate, every prison, we don't announce it. We don't, we don't even go when they say, we want to present nothing. It's okay. You don't have to be known. When you are a server, a server is not known. But when you are a big server, yes, I want you to know that this is me. I'm the one. When we ask for people, we call. Can we, can we have some people give us your car? When Benny Hinn was coming, we needed a lot of cars. You see, you, you call them. You see the pastor is calling them. Ah! This one post that I've got, one, one big man. One big man. We call, we call him. Do you know what he told you? Do you know what he told us? One post that I've got, these pastors are worrying me. 
Small posts that I've got, they are worrying me. These pastors are worrying me. Is it a nice thing to say? Small post that you've got, you wait and see what will happen to you at that chair. Something from under your buttocks will be worrying you, not me, not me, and not my phone. You wait and see at that chair. You sit down there like a king and a queen. You think nothing can move you from there. One pose that I've got, these pastors are, are worrying me when we call you. Not, not that they say real, this is the real response of, of, of somebody. One, one small pose that I've got, they are worrying me. If it had not been for your pastor praying for you and preaching the word, you would not even have been stable. Through the help of God, you are somewhere today. Now you are so big. Hey. Rather humble yourself and say, I can be called. I can. You should say two people can call. President can call, but my pastor can also call me. Recently, I went somewhere, you know, I was in a, in a certain church. One of the members is high up. In the government. You see him all the time. Always you see him. When you click. He's there. When you click. He's there. His pastor took his phone and called him. Hey. I need you. I need you. Come. 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 He said I'll be there. He gave the chance. I'll be there. By this time. I I, I couldn't believe it. And he was there. There. Minutes he came. He said, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Mention all the big places. Said, I'll be there. He was there. What is it, Pastor? What is it? I'm ready. That's how a Christian must be. That's how a Christian must be. Not that you say, One small post, one small post, one small post that I've got. These pastors are worrying me. What do you mean? You wait. One day I went somewhere, I dressed. I put on my belt and I was feeling good. I dressed. Suddenly, I felt something moving. <laughs> See, those of you who feel you are secure, you are, you are okay. God is going to send something small. Into your trouser, you see just now that place you are sitting, you think it's nothing. So I was standing there like this. I was holding my bag. I had gone for a camp and I was coming. I dressed, put my belt on. Then I felt something around here. I said, Ah, what is that? And I said, No, I'm just imagining something. Those of you who feel like I'm sitting like a king. I'm a queen. Then I felt it again. I said, no. Do you know what it was? A wild gecko was inside my trousers, inside there. I started to jump. Some of you will be jumping soon in that chair. You wait and see. God will send something small. I started to undress open air. And through the grace of God, the lizard came down through my trousers and came out just in the nick of time. Huh. So since that day, when I go anywhere, I take my trousers and I roll it very tight. 
very tight. I squeeze it. Heesh. In case something comes to destabilize my future. May your, may your chair be stable in the name of Jesus. May your position be stable in the name of Jesus. Amen. Heesh. Number eight. A servant does not need to have a prominent position. You don't need a big post. Yeah. And unless I'm made the head of the ashes, I cannot just be an ordinary usher. Do you know my position at the bank? I'm the deputy treasurer of international currencies. I'm in charge of digital inflation, number two. Hey, we are sorry. The only post we have is usher for the bank. Tell your neighbor, I don't need any big post. I'm just here to serve. Hallelujah. Number nine. A servant, all right, is ready to adapt. Amen. Adaptation. Adaptation is very important for a servant. If I am the master and I come home at 1 a.m., you have to change your lifestyle. And wake up at 1 a.m. to serve me in bright daylight. You cannot say, I have to adapt. And you see, that shows humility. When I look as a business person, I look at the church. Look at, look at, the, look at even the construction that we have done and that we continue to do. Most businessmen are not humble like servants. Otherwise, all our business would have been given to our own church members. But they are not prepared to adapt to our way of operating. Yeah. So I've had people from outside who come and adapt to what we are doing. Yeah. For instance, I work on Sundays. I work on Sundays. Sunday is a working day for me. If you are going to work with me, you have to adapt to the reality that Sunday is a working day. So you may be somewhere, I need you. On Sunday, you can't say that I should adapt to, to you. Well, that is, it depends on what is going on. But if you are a, a businessman, you want to be humble, adapt. So many times we have to share contracts to outsiders. Cement, iron rods. We can buy iron rods. One million dollars. Iron rods, one million dollars. And share to outsiders. Yeah. There are companies, we can go and buy 100,000. They will give it to us without asking because they know that we will pay. But our own church members, they are too big. <laughs> too big to adapt. I'm telling you. Most of my members are so big, I can't work with them. But the humble ones, the same carpenter, the same mason, the same people that worked for me 23 years ago are the same people working. Those, those young, the smaller ones, the big ones, they, are, they, cannot, they cannot adapt to me. Should I mention figures? Should I mention money for you? But you see, when you are big, you cannot adapt, you cannot adjust. If you marry, you have to adapt. You have to adapt to what has come. If you don't change, you are too big for marriage. As for me, I felt cold. As for me, I felt hot. You have to adapt. As for me, I, I, I sleep, I, I wake up. I don't, 
friend, you have to adapt. Ask for me, I cannot eat a bonobono. I cannot eat a bonobono. Do you know a bonobono? I cannot eat a bonobono. I can only eat fried rice. Look, you have to make the a bonobono if you are a humble wife. He was an A way, you married him, is an A way. What do you want him to eat? That is what he knows how to eat, and that's what he will eat. So, you better get to the job, stop talking, and start making it every day. Eh, I can't make fufu every day. Ask me what I like is they get to the job and make the fufu because you married an Ashanti man. When I went to stay at Suhum, 6 a.m., they start pounding. Boom, boom. You don't need alarm clock in Suhum, you just have the boom, boom. Know that they are making the fufu early in the morning. They don't eat bread. It's fufu that they eat. They don't eat bread. Tell your neighbor, Charlie, I'm ready to adapt. I'm going to change my ways. I'm humble. Are you humble? Or you are too big? Wow. I thank God. I'm finding more humble people. But I pray that God will give you humility. Adjust yourself. Yeah, adjust. Tell somebody, adapt, adapt, adaptation. 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 Amen. God is going to raise you up in 2013 through the spirit of humility. In Jesus' name. Tell your neighbor, I'm the, call me servant John or whatever your name is. I'm servant. Tell your neighbor, you can call me anytime. Anytime. Just call me. I'll be there. I'll come running. I'll be there. Wow. I will adapt. I'll flow. I don't need a big post. I'm a servant. This year, I'm humble in Jesus' name. Stand to your feet. Give the Lord a clap of him. Let us pray. Father, thank you for the blessing of your word today. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. Lift your hand and just ask God for one moment, just in one second. Lord, today is the first Sunday of the year. I want you to help me to be a humble servant. No matter how big I become, help me to have a master. Help me to honor somebody. Help me to be a servant. In Jesus' name, in all my ways and my attitude, Lord, as I was a beloved, when I used to say, yes, please, yes, sir, yes, Lord, yes, help me to behave that way. Help me to be a servant up till today. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for the spirit of humility that is released into the congregation. Thank you for your blessing, Lord. We love you and we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here today, you want to give your life to Jesus. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but you don't know Jesus as your savior. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God. If you are here like that, you want to give your heart to Jesus Christ today. You want to give yourself to God today. If you are here like that, lift up your hand where you are standing. Just lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. Just lift it up high. I see your hand all over the place. Pastor, pray with me. I'm ready to be a servant. I want to follow Jesus. I want to serve God. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you've lifted up your hand, you want to give your life to God, to Jesus Christ today, then come to me from where you are standing. Come to me in the front here. We are going to pray with you. Come. Come now. 
Clap for them as they come. I want to give myself to the Lord. I want to give myself to the Lord. He shall lift you up. Come, come, clap for them as they come. Humble yourself by the side of the Lord. Quickly. I want to give my life to God today, the first Sunday of the year. Humble yourself and say, Jesus, I need you. All right. Lift your hands up and say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I give my life to you. Have mercy on me. From today, I open my heart and I give my life to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Please wash away my sins by the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.